I'm Terrence J. I'm John Barnett. Welcome back to Generational Curse. And once again, we got a a deep topic. It's a hot topic. Mm. It's a topic that's going to get us in trouble. Man. Yeah, because we we involved in it. (laughs) That's right. We're involved in it. But we got to go there. We have to. Just for you you guys, because we notice, um, you know, a lot of comments. We notice a lot of people talking about the church lately. And is it necessary? Is it necessary? Is the church necessary? That's a good question. Is the church necessary? What do you say, Terrence J? Is the church necessary? Uh, Come on out with it. Right right off the gate. Come on. No. No. (laughs) Millennial speaking. I'm I'm throwing out there the church is not necessary. Church is not necessary. I'm from the Gen X side. I'm going to say it is. Mm. But we're going to prove our point. We'll see if we can meet at the middle somewhere. Yeah. Which one's right? Who's right? Yeah. You know, my, my generation is better anyway, so you know what I mean? I think I think okay. I'm right. Y'all staying at home <laughs> watching Zoom, having church on Zoom? Come on now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there's a, we're going to throw it on the screen for you. There's a survey taken. And it's Americans' confidence in the organize in church or organized religion. So that this is not just Christianity. Mm-hmm. This is organized religion. Period. Period. And the decline, you know, we go back to the 70s, it was up as far as 68%. That's a lot. Now, in 2019. 36. 36%. 36%. So there's no confidence in organized religion or the Organized religion. I hope I'm reading this stat right. Like I said, we'll we'll post it up here. You can go look at it for yourself. Wow. But we do know just from your own experience that faith in organized religion is low. There we go. Church is not necessary. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to throw it in your lap, man, and and make your case. Make your case, man. And. Is it necessary? Is it not necessary? You saying no. I'm saying yes. Let's see where it goes. You have the floor. I got the floor. So the reason why I say it's not necessary, you know, is because millennials are leaving in droves. Okay. You know, they're actually, uh, they did polls, surveys, uh, they took the numbers, and it shows that over, what is that? I think it was like over 60%. Of young people, millennials are leaving the church. That's a lot of people. Yes, that's, that's a lot, lot of people. You know, just just to not to throw you off, but I know years ago, this was like maybe ten years ago. Um, I did see a statistic. It wasn't saying necessarily like different groups like we're dealing with, but it was it was saying teenagers raising Christian home that went through public school. By the first year of college, like 75% had given up their faith in Christ. Wow. That's a lot. That's astronomical. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> so, and you, you're saying, now, now let me not hear you wrong. Uh-huh. Are you basing the fact that millennials are leaving? Is that your basis of fact for the reason why church is not necessary? Or oh, is no. that... You're just saying that's one of the issues that you see. Yeah, that's one of the issues that I see. And I was going to say the reason why, again, uh, you hear it, millennials are lazy. You know, millennials are this and that. Millennials, 
you know, they don't obey authority. Millennials, it's hard to get them in line because we're throwing off tradition. Okay. So church is traditional. If you go through the Bible, there are some things that Christ said do, right? And, right. And those are the things that I'm not arguing about. I'm not arguing about what Christ says do. You know, millennials aren't. We understand that. But we're looking at the fact that why does church have to look the way it does? Can it change? Should it change? Okay. And Describe so, the look. Well, okay, for an example, let's just say um, uh, the church, how is it? Um, the way that the church is structured when it comes down to order of service, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, millennials, it just doesn't, it doesn't feed us. The order of service just doesn't feed us. Um, some things, what else? Order of service, the, um, you know, tithe and offering, you know, these kind of things. Mm -hmm. We know we give tithe. God requires 10%. Do it. Mm -hmm. But why does it have to look a certain way? Okay. So when we voice our opinion or when we give, you know, a, a reason, like, can we do it differently? Mm -hmm. The answer is always no. And then you go, well, why? Because we've been doing it this way for so long. Okay. So you're basically telling me that you can't change. All right. And then <clears throat> if you can't change, then where should, what should I do? You have it. If you don't like it, then you can do what? Leave. So that's why we're leaving. All right. Okay. You, you have already given us a solution to fix it. And it has nothing to do with making it, making any kind of accommodation for the order of service. Or, you know, I mean, just, just, I'm just using the so order like of service the, as the an example. The worship, the liturgy, the, yeah. the styles yeah. of the way things are being carried out. Right, traditional. The traditions. Traditions. Right. Okay. And you're saying millennials are saying are asking, why do we have to do it this way? Oh, we ask in the workforce, we ask at church, we ask at home, we ask <laughs> Now let me let me let me throw the bone in here then. Because okay. it's your asking based on feeling, just want to do it different, or is it based on scripture? Are it's, you going to the Bible and going, hey, uh we see X we're asking, why are you not doing it this way, and can we change to do yes. it this way? We're asking biblically on what we see. Now, is that across the board? Is, is that are all Christian millennials? Or let's not. We, we're just talking about. Let's let's just deal on general right now. Right, right. With what I'm saying, but we're talking about the church, and so we're talking about Christianity. Christianity. But let's just deal on general. Okay. Are are young people, millennials across the board, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist? Whatever, and we and we just mainly dealing with United States. Right. Is this a a movement wholesale across the board? Do you know, uh, or is this just mainly Christianity? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if it's a movement across the board, but I do see it in Christianity. But I mean, the polls does say that you know everyone's losing confidence in the church. Yeah. I mean, so let's throw Malcolm X in there, right? Okay. You know what he was trying to do is he went to. Jamaica and saw that, you know, the Muslims, how they treated their brethren and, and what the religion looked like, you know, and, and how it was structured and organized. You know what I mean? He, he right. saw something that it, it enlightened him to do that mm -hmm. versus what he was brought into. Right. You know, the, the, okay. you know, the, the black Muslim and, and that structure, right? Yeah. So he was like, okay, I'm going to go to my brethren in the U.S. 
the black structure, movement, Muslim, see if they can change. Uh, okay. Like Martin Luther. That's right. Let's see if we can organize this or structure it in a way it looks like this because this ain't been working. <laughs> right. Because well, well, they, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a specialist on this, but there were practices that maybe weren't lining up with the Quran. That's right. That's okay. it. You're right. <clears throat> and that's what he was screaming. So, so now we, as a young generation, millennials, and, and Gen Z, you can throw them in there as well, we see that there are practices that aren't in line with the Bible okay, and what God requires. It's his word. So when we see that and when we ask church leadership, you're not questioning authority. You're not trying to make anybody look bad. You're just trying to say, well, can we do that? Because God requires it. Mm-hmm. And the answer you get a lot of times is no. Okay. And their answer is based on? Tradition. Scripture or tradition? Tradition. Or can it be? That they are, uh, that what they're doing is they're saying, this is how we see the scriptures on that point. Or are you saying, that's not the discussion. They're saying, this way we've always done. That's the way we've always done. And we're not going to change. So you can hit the door. So history repeats itself. I mean, we just, you know, uh, did did a podcast on, you know, generational curses, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it. it doesn't change. You're going to see the same thing throughout families. You're going to see the same thing throughout history. That's true, because Martin Luther was back in, what, 15, 17 or something like that? That's right. That's 500 years ago. 500 years ago. And the same stuff keeps on happening. Right. So, now we take that example, right? Mm-hmm. You go to the Bible, you see the Jews doing the same thing in Christ period. Okay. Christ comes in, a young man. Right. In his 30s, right? Right. That's right. <laughs> And he's, he's questioning, well, why do you do it this way? Yeah. Well, the Bible says do it this way. Mm-hmm. My house shall be called a house of prayer because the Bible says that. Right. But you guys make it a den of thieves. So he tried to, he didn't try to come in to necessarily tear down authority and shake it up. He was just trying to get them to look at the Bible and the Bible only. And go back to Bible. the scriptures. Go to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. All right. And and that's what young people, because uh, we're, we're honestly Johnny, we're tired of going through. What is it? You come to church, you get the same old worship that the clubs have, right? Playing Little Wayne is for is worship music. Yeah. Can we go to hymnals? No, that don't that don't bring that don't bring them into church. That don't keep them in the church. Yeah. They have some biblical principles in the hymnals. I don't want to come in and listen to no beat that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> Looking at Sister Jones. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Looking at her dropping in the church. <laughs> right. No. But, yeah. So, we, as far as we want millennials and young folks, we want to go back to the Bible. All right. So, question then, because, you know, we, we did the podcast on DIY spirituality. spirituality. Do, it Do it yourself. And let's be honest. We can point to examples of people that did that. Right. And it ended in horror. I mean, the whole thing back in the late 70s, man, with, with the, uh, I forget the name of the group, but it was Jim Jones. Yeah. You know, and he had, at, at first, my man was loved by everybody. I mean, the, the, the governments were, you know, at least city government was 
asking him to help. And he was a saint. And then next thing you know, they drink this Kool-Aid or whatever, which, which, which from what I understand, that's where the term drinking the Kool-Aid came from. Because of him. They drink the drink and he killed seven, eight hundred people. And there was even a, 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 a some government official senator or something that 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 went over there and he got shot or murdered because he was. <laughs> so you know, uh, another group in the in the uh, I think it was the nineties, the Heaven's Gate yeah. cult that they drank some poison. They thought a spaceship was going to come and take them away. Now, this takes gin and juice to a whole new level. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was juiced up, all right. Man. So. When you saying stuff like that, automatically people are going, especially the older generation. They say, wait a minute, man. You just upset. You're trying to start a new movement. You're trying to start a cult. It's been done this way. It works. Why would you want to change it? What do you say to people like that? Well, if it works, read the polls. I mean, it says that 36%, right? Yeah. All across the board, not even just Christianity, across the board, have no confidence. So then they system. would say, here's what they would say. The scriptures say it's going to be a falling away. <laughs> <laughs> this is proof of that. Right. How do you deal with that? Dealing with a falling away. Yeah. So, so in other words, they're saying the prophecy says, you know, Bible prophecy, that there's coming a day, the man of sin is coming. And, and the falling away is going to happen from God and from the church. And that all this is, is Bible prophecy. We see all these different movements that are taking place. The, 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 the nation is more secular now. It's, it don't believe in God. What do you say? Look at Christ. Day. So after, you know, the scenario, what I, you know, the, the story I brought out with, he could not pray in church, right? There was a lot of people who wanted to come to church to pray, and they couldn't because of what was being done in, done in the church. Yeah, okay. I mean, selling of sheep, selling of animals for the sacrifices and whatnot. It was just a marketplace. So Christ drove them out, right? Mm -hmm. They come right back. So eventually, the church that Christ, his disciples, where were they? Where were they worshiping at? Where, where were they? They were worshiping under the tree. They were no longer going to the temple. He says, your house is left unto you desolate. Right. First, he said, my father's house. But now he's like, no, 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 it's, it's over. Your house. Okay. So this falling away, what if it isn't a good or bad thing? So you're saying, let me hear you correctly. Right. The falling away may, may be read wrong. It's, I think it's read wrong. Right. So... A, a, let me put it this way, not the, the falling, falling away. away. A, a falling, falling away might be good mm -hmm. because it might be mimicking what happened in Jesus' day. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Just, and and you're saying, based on the scriptures, mm -hmm. a lot of the millennials are going, church, dumb. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, some are done. Some don't want to come back. They don't want anything to do with religion, Christ, right. God. They, they throw it off. Some are like, no, we still want God. I still believe. I, I'm still a Christian. I still want to worship, you know, my Savior. Right. But the organized church, mm -hmm. they're done with. Yeah. They're, okay. they're done with the organized church. So now church looks like 
And and thank God for this COVID pandemic, right? I was going to bring that up. <laughs> thank God for this COVID pandemic. Church looks like, like you brought out earlier, Zoom, a bunch of people getting together, studying mm. the Bible. Right. A lot of times you don't, you don't get that in tradition churches because you have tradition sermons, tradition, that's, that's tradition right. messages. That's true. That's true. So they, they're not, they're, now they're getting the doctrine or the meat, the character. They're getting all of these deep messages now because they're going directly to the Bible. So this is, has been an answer to prayer in my eyes for us young folks who want to worship God, Scripture. So no middleman no more. No middleman no more. No priest, no pastor. Nope. This has given us time to go through and study for ourselves, to show ourselves approved, right? Right. In such a time as this, COVID. Okay. Pastors ain't giving answers. I haven't heard not a single phone call a word from any kind of pastor during this pandemic. You know what? That's a good point. And here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna bring up. When when you go back to the civil rights movement, right. led by pastors, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm not saying it was only pastors, but the church was in full force. Oh, yeah. It looked good too. In the marches, right? It looked good. In the sit-ins, in the, in, the, in the boycott. Church was there. That's right. Now, we've been scared because of the pandemic. And then with the whole thing with, with, with the riots, mm-hmm. where are they at? Where, where are the big boys? And you know what I'm saying? The, 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 I'm not going to name names, but, but we know, we know your favorite televangelist. Mm-hmm. Was not out marching. If they were, send me a link. I want to see the video. Hey, I went down to Washington, D.C. You know what I mean? I didn't see, I only saw one of them who was prevalent because he was invited. But other than that, I, I haven't seen, nope, yeah. physically, ain't seen him there. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's a fact. We're not guessing on this. Yeah. It is a fact. I haven't even heard it on TV or, or web or whatever. Matter of fact, you're hearing a bunch of motivational stuff from pastors. That's what you're hearing. You have a better life. Uh, get paid. Uh, God's going to bless you. You just need to have faith. It's like, wait a minute. Can't, y'all did see the, the cop put his knee on that dude's neck. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> there's more people in poverty than ever right now because of COVID, right? Yeah. You're still not hearing your sow your seed ministries. <laughs> you want more money, right? Sow your seed. Right. You ain't hear that no more. Yeah. Because it was false. Right? We all know you give God 10%. That's just, give, give God. Yeah. Give God. Give God, right. Yeah. They belong, and, and render the Caesar, Caesar, right? But give God. So when we do give unto the Lord, he does bless. I mean, that, that, that's it. That's right. You know, bring you all the to- tithe into the storehouse, right? That there yeah. be meat in my house. And then he will not open up the windows of heaven, and he's, he's going to bless us. He's going to pour us out a blessing. So we know that that's there. Why again are you not hearing it because of this during this pandemic? Why? Yeah, I, that's a good question. I would like to have an answer first. <laughs> this is when you need it the most. That's now, but people could say this. That's not the church as a whole. That's pastors. That's different groups. We can't blame the church and hold them guilty. 
for what maybe some big time ministry. Right. So is that enough reason to hold it to, to say, okay, we're done with the church? You know, or or are you making the case that this has crept in so bad that it is like corporate? You know, it's corporate wide thing that's happening that people are going into churches and going, okay, same old. I went to that church last week, this one the week before. <laughs> What's the difference? And they're all, in my opinion, they're all the same when it comes to that, especially conference or whatever it is that, you know, uh, you know, Baptists, they all across the board are trained to teach people how to fill out that tithe envelope. Yeah. So, instead of teaching people how to disciple or train them in the way that they should go, right? Mm -hmm. It's in ministry or in, in, in um, spiritually or whatever it is. But right. the first thing that they learn in those theological students, whatever it is, you know, pastoralship is to teach your congregation how to fill out that. About money. That's right. It's about the dollar. <laughs> I mean, I get hey, it. Hey, we'll, we'll, you know, I don't mean to cut him off, but we want to hear from you because. We're laying down, at least yeah. Terrence right now. I haven't given my side yet, but yeah, it's coming. Terrence J is throwing the gauntlet. Uh oh. He's saying, we got this stat here. 36% of the folks poll losing. Losing confidence in organized religion. He's giving a reason for millennials. You agree? Yeah, let us know. I mean, let, it, I, I could be out there, but I don't think so because I've been in the church and I've seen it. <laughs> okay. And and we talk. You know, we we young people, we get together, we talk. You know, yeah. I have some friends who who went to church. They're no longer in there. Yeah. Case in point, I grew up with a um a great a good friend of mine. We still friends, you know, to this day, Facebook. He lives in Ohio. He was you you would think he was the the best Christian in high school that you'd never seen. This brother, he hey man, I'm gonna pray with you. We would be outside. He was like, man, all right, let's pray. Mm. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I've been praying for you. He don't believe in God to this day. Mm. Was it? That's tragic. Was it because? What happened? That's what I'm saying. Was it because he he lost something? Or was it because of church? Don't know on that one. I mean, that's your friend, so I'll, I'll, you so, would have to ask him. But if those two options are on the table... Church shouldn't even be on that table. That's true. That's true. But you, we know for a fact that it's on it that is table. It's on the table. That's the <laughs> truth. That's the truth. So, so I'm just saying, like, today isn't necessary. Um, right now, during COVID, it's not necessary. Hmm. But because now we can focus on biblical things. We can go to the scriptures and really study for ourselves. Okay. Uh, but right now, I mean, right now... Moving forward, it will become prevalent, but it won't look the same. Okay. I agree with that statement right there. Mm -hmm. One more thing I'm going to throw at you. Before, okay. Because I'm going to get on you. What about the wheat growing with the tares? Wheat growing with the tares. Jesus said that would happen mm -hmm. to the end of time. Yeah, he did. And he said, don't pluck up the wheat. That's right. Or, don't, or, don't, don't pluck, pluck the, tares the tares up. up. Unless you pull the wheat up. That's right. Are you pulling up wheat? Hmm. If you're saying, we leaving? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, in other words, That's let's say question. you have a, like, there was a guy, 
uh, I think his name was Joshua Harris. He he wrote this book called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. And this just took storm everywhere. I mean, the principles he's putting in, I'm I'm not dating until the Lord brings the the right one to me. You know, I'm leaving that lifestyle alone. I'm just devoting my life to Christ. Mm -hmm. Not too long ago, he come out publicly. He and his wife are getting divorced. He's leaving the church. And if I'm not mistaken, and y'all correct me on this, he's leaving God. Mm. Now, I could be wrong on that last one. I'm I just I'm going off memory. All right. So my point is, though, he's going to draw away disciples after him. Right? That's the other people that are going to go, man, it ain't his fault that they're doing this. You make your own choice, but I'm saying we influence people. Mm-hmm. And and he was was huge on the younger generation, and now he's going, forget it. And we know that people are going to follow his example. Right. Now, he's there's some, some wheat being pulled up with them tares that, hmm. what do we say? Is that is this an excuse? Is it? Hey, millennials are millennials are uh, we tired of the church? But but maybe you know, not maybe they're not tired of the tradition. They just tired of God. Is that? Come give us some help, man. Man, that, that's that's a little bit tricky because you you have people who have issues with God and and they can be in that number. Right. So so when the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. There were some Egyptians that came with them. Yeah. So, we, but though the children of Israel, they God wanted them to go to the promised land. They were on a mission. But the people that came with them, they were they came because they were afraid. And they didn't even know God. Right. They, they, they had a promised land. It was Egypt. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you could fix it. It, 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 the, though it was the destroyed. mixed multitude. Yeah, mixed multitude. You could fix Egypt. It was destroyed. But we know that they rebuilt it, you know, after that. So I'm saying that in that example, you have the millennial drove that are leaving, you know, like 60 percent in that drove. You have some people who are upset with pastors. They had some personal issues. Uh, Some people had some issues with the doctrine that they read. You know, Mm -hmm. some people had some issues, you know. Who am I to say that? It's either bad thing that they're leaving because we do see that in this mix of this shakeup, you know, mm-hmm. during this COVID mm-hmm. it's just shaking up so bad that all of those people who were not sincere, they won't come back. Okay. But the people I'm who are that. sincere, right. People who are sincere, who want biblical, you know what I mean? Who are studying right now when it, once when they get those truths and God got them ready, yeah. they might move on into leadership. And then they might be the ones who steer this thing in the right direction, right? Okay. Because now, because God says, study to show thyself approved. That's it. Right. He didn't say go to school and get you, you know, theology, right. you know. That's right. Study theology. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get your doc- <laughs> divinity. Yeah. Who studies divinity? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> how do you master how divinity? You ma- how you master that? <laughs> Anyways. So, but now these guys are approved in their study. Okay. They know that what God requires, so you know. Uh, but it, right. it, to me, this is a good thing. 
I got some follow up questions, but but I know you want to. Yeah, hit I want to get you. Yeah, yeah. You want to hit me? So up. you say, from the Gen X perspective, Gen X, it is necessary. Let's look at Gen X. We was raised in the church. Hmm. We were know things were starting to bust up a little bit with the family. Right. Still, you know, grandmama, you know, whatever. You went to church. And so it was a force of stability. Now, let's keep in mind what millennials are seeing is two generations of falling away. Hmm. All right, it's, it's at the apex almost of what started with the, I'm going to say the silent generation. Because even though when you go back and everybody say they were the most spiritual, the most moral, the most whatever, I disagree. Right. I just think outwardly. It looked good. Yeah, I mean, society's moral compass outwardly was to go to church. Mm-hmm. That was just a thing to do, right? Yeah. But there were still people sleeping around with their wives. There were still... Men beating their wives. And I'm talking about church people. Right. There were people molesting children, church people. Hey, church people owned slaves, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Promoted it, propagated it, used it to subjugate slaves. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so this is the, the snowball effect. It's just steamrolled. However, here's the angle that I'm going to throw in. All right. Mm-hmm. I think we're looking at two different churches. Yes. Okay, so you have the church structure. All right. I call it the machine. I call it the, 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 the brand. Okay. All right. That at all costs protect the brand. At all costs protect the brand. If we lose some people, as long as the brand looks good. You know? And you see that a lot, man. Uh you see like some big, huge, popular minister and he'll uh, cheat on his wife. And then immediately a statement is put out, Pastor so-and-so is now in sex therapy. And I'm like, what is that? You're <laughs> protecting the brand. <laughs> Show me how you are corrected from sex, sex. my sex yeah. therapy. Because when, uh, when you're getting off drugs, they give you... Drugs and they just back you off of them. They do. They reverse it. Is that it. sex therapy? You get the you know the prostitute coming. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just saying it just yeah, sounds crazy, crazy to me, man. <laughs> sex therapy. But anyway, uh, that's an example of brand protection. The machine at all costs is too big to fail. We can't let it go down. So and and then hmm. there, I'm gonna add to that. So do when you see that, do they still keep him in that position? But he's in sex therapy. Well, usually they step down. Okay. But in the case of the Catholic Church right. and, and some Protestant churches, but, you know, the biggest scandal came with the Catholic Church and the priests molesting people and all that stuff coming out. Well, the big thing that caused the scandal, that well, they, were, they were knowing, the, the hierarchy was knowing that these priests were molesting these kids, but they were moving them. Instead of they weren't turning them over to the police right. to be put in jail, so all of them should be locked up now. Absolutely, you got K. I'm, 
was Denzel say, I'm putting cases on all y'all. <laughs> so again, that's the machine that's protecting. It's like they circle the wagon, like, hey, we got you, man. Uh, don't don't worry about that. We take care of our own. We gonna and and, and people are going, what? That's a crime, man. And you know, stat after stat after stat has said, you screw a child up. You molest them, man. You do. You 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 have the potential of creating criminals and all kind of stuff, man. Drug addiction and a further uh themselves the, the children that were molested themselves becoming rapists and mm-hmm. criminals and stuff like that. So yeah. so that's church A. Okay. All right. That's church A. I like how you define that. That's church A. Now. Church B, mm-hmm. when I flip the scriptures, I see Christ and his disciples, right? Right. And, and then they were filled, they had their problems initially, and then they repented, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and then they went around doing what Jesus asked them to do. Helping the poor, feeding the homeless, you know, stuff like that. Healing, casting out devils, Taking preaching the gospel. Taking care of business. Taking care of business. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> That's church B. That church was built on love. Mm-hmm. The principles that run God's kingdom. God is love, right? Mm-hmm. And so the church tries its best to allow that love to come into them and then move about to other people as they try to introduce people to Christ and the gospel and all that stuff. Right? Right. That's church B. Church A is the brand. Mm -hmm. What has happened over time is they've interwoven. The church of Jesus Christ has gone through the brand and worked in spite of the brand and even has been persecuted by the brand. (laughs) <laughs> Burn at the stake, killed, tortured. You know what I'm saying? Ran yeah. off <laughs> by the brand. By the brand. And so we're getting into is there eventually coming a separation? Is the is the too big to fail gonna fail? And and is the look so as Gen X, we've had to filter through that and to where I might be attending a church that's part of the big corporation. You know what I'm saying? But that local church is not subscribing to all the foolishness of the brand, of the machine. Now, I keep using these words, y'all. The corporate. I, I think y'all I think y'all understand. I <laughs> yeah. think they got it. Y'all get it's, it. You know what I'm along. saying? Yeah. Uh, so we would say there's nothing wrong with going to that church because even though their governing body is wicked. This group here loves like God does. See, and you answer, you answer my question without even getting me to ask the question, was that why is it that Gen X continue to stay in there? You know what I mean? Like, why is it that, you know, uh, that, that, that you continue to to deal with some of the nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, cause right. we, we can't tolerate it. Like, yeah, because we were taught differently. Don't take it from nobody. Mm-hmm. If you see something, speak up, you know, if you're touched, say something, you know what I mean? Like these kind of things. Like, so we're automatically just 
going to do it because that's what we were trained and taught to do. Right. But, I mean, so why is it that Gen X is, continues to move, maneuver through? And is it, are you guys happy? Like, <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. And there's a couple of answers. Okay. Number one, some of it is people just don't want to rock the boat. That's hmm. all they know. My daddy was here, my granddaddy, my, my, my grandmother, you know, I'm, I'm 300 generations back. Why would I leave? <clears throat> you know, so we'll just put up with, it's almost like a, 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 let's say a woman, she's married to a wealthy man, but she knows that he's cheating up. But she don't want to leave that money. Benefits. <laughs> right. She don't want to give up the benefits. There's some, even though she know, and then maybe she gets to the point where she got her little side dude. You know, she's working her little angle, but, and maybe the agreement. So, so is, is that playing with death? Let's For that person, yeah. You're right. Okay, so let's do that with the church. So this church, right, mm-hmm. that they're subscribed to, you know, members to, they know that they're in adultery, or per se, you know what I mean, spiritually, right. whatever, yeah. however you can, you know, measure that. Then you are actually tied into that. You, you... Those benefits of being in adultery, call, you know what I mean? Like, physically, right. you can get HIV, you know, STDs yeah. or whatever, you know. But coming with spiritual adultery, there's equated with sin. I mean, there's equated with, with judgment. So connection with them is uh, you okay with their sin? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So are you, because you, you, you're lying in bed with that. I mean, are you? Right. Okay. No. Okay. So give me an example. Scripturally. Jesus uh, railed on the Jews' sins, right? The, the, the leadership, yeah. all right? The leadership was being hypocritical. He, he gave a whole list of stuff that they was doing. But then this woman came and put her money in the plate. Or I don't say the plate, but yeah. she came and gave all she had. He did not tell her, you can raise support evil. True. He said, matter of fact, he put pronounced a blessing on this woman because I believe it doesn't say this in the scriptures, but because her heart was not toward the church, but was to God. And she probably was ignorant of some of that, Yeah. <clears throat> even though it'd be pretty hard <laughs> to be a follower of God and be ignorant of, but her heart and her motivation will not support the evil, but it was to support what God had told her to do. Correct. And so I will say this. Okay, you got the one one person that just goes, that's all I know, man. I, ain't nothing wrong with it. We, we ain't doing it. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. All right. Then you got another person that might be in the mindset of, I'm actually following what God is telling me to do. He ain't talking to me. I see what's happening. I actually speak out against it. I hammer them. But the Lord hadn't told me to move out yet. So I'm going to stay put because the best thing to do is to follow him. Right. All right. So, and then I believe personally that eventually God will put it on that person too. If they follow him, he said, my sheep know my voice. That's right. So when he calls them, they're going, okay, it's time to go. Y'all done, y'all done had your last because the other thing is this, man. I mean, cut you off. <clears throat> There's always a witness. 
right? That God can go, you see that person? They ain't doing what you're doing. You know better. They ain't falling in line with all this wickedness that the brand is doing. And I got them right in front of you every week. So you know better. You know, so that witness is still there. But. (laughs) But. (laughs) What do they say? Goat's butt, right? That's right. Goat's butt. (laughs) And the goats are going to be on the left, brother. They're going to burn. They they (laughs) cut off. I won't be a part of that group. So. It sounds like church A, the structure, right? Yeah. Uh, is that a Babylonian structure? Could it could it fall in that category? Or could yeah. church B could just be pretty much out there, fanatical. You know what I mean? Like, you know, going through the ranks to just to, you know, cause havoc or you know what I mean however you put it but I'm just saying like these two groups or t- two churches in which you brought out it sounds like Gen X has a a how is it, a group that well groups that they won't they can't leave because they like them that would be true so <laughs> so fanatical that would be true <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm just looking at it because you know we millennials like we say that you know not all of us like, like I said I don't represent or speak for all of us yeah but I know you know my group which is you know eighty percent millennials <laughs> <laughs> you know we we are leaving like we have talks so mm-hmm. um but we say that it isn't necessary because we want that that Christ like church you know what I'm saying that, that right that's what we want. And that's what we're striving to get. Mm-hmm. So I like how you're putting this because you're putting it in the in, in the position like millennials aren't wrong on what they want. Gen X isn't wrong because you guys are still in the position to stay faithful, to stay loyal, though you're in the structure, church A or, you know, church B. Mm-hmm. It's neither wrong or right. But we come down to a conclusion, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, that the church... A isn't necessary, but church B is necessary, 100%. which the one millennials want. We want church B. Church B is the same church right. that the millennials want mm-hmm. and that the true followers okay. that are in church A, or, or let me put it not want, that the millennials are in, mm-hmm. that are true followers, right? that the Gen X or the boomers or whoever are in that are true followers. Mm -hmm. Church B is the one they're in spiritually. Even though physically they might be in church A. Because let's be honest, man. Jesus was radical. Very radical. Straight up. I mean, how many people do you know? Here's a man. He had no degree. No political power, no money. And he would go straight, like in our day, it would be like going to the president and telling them, you're going to die in your sins if you don't repent. <laughs> but doing it from love, not, uh, not being violent, radical, or, you know what I mean, hate, yeah. hateful, radical. He was, 
a loving radical because he cared that right. you were going to lose your life. And and coming up with concepts like love your enemies. Yeah. You know, that's 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 like foreign and you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, the the, the storming of the uh Capitol building, you know, the, the Christian patriot movement. Yeah, if you're a patriot, cool. I understand. Patriotism is good. But to 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 go destroy people's property, to kill somebody in the name of God, and I'm not saying they they kill anybody, but we can go back in history, man. Anybody can check this on the web. Mm-hmm. Religious groups have killed people in the name of God, right? Yeah. And they point to their holy book and say, "All right, God told us to do it. Hold it. Stop. Wait it. Wait a minute, right there, because." I disagree that maybe baptism should be a different way. Right. You're going to take me out. Because I uh, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and I can go straight to him mm-hmm. and not to, between some man or you're going to bump me off the face of the earth. Right, right. So, so let me throw this in here then. If you go through the Bible, you see the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, God told... Um, Saul, you know, God told Saul to wipe out all the witches, you know, of the yes. indoor, right? Yep. Told him, clean them out, wipe them out. He went through, killed them. Another one was like, uh, God told many prophets to, you know, take them out. Right. You see the walls of Jericho come down, slaying, you know, people yes. in Jericho. So what you have brought out, that's what we have seen. So, you know, someone's going to say, a millennial is going to say, a Gen Z is going to say, yep. <laughs> what's the difference? Okay, here's my answer. Here's the biblical way of looking at it. It's like, how much injustice is God going to put up with? Okay, he tells them to go, destroy all the Canaanites. Well, you know, they throwing babies in the, in the lava, man. Oh, the Canaanites were. Yeah, you know, that's it. What is he supposed to do? I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if I really am a God of love, is it loving to allow that as an institutional practice, as a norm? You have your baby, and then you you throw it to the, to the volcano God, or, or the, 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 you got to appease your God, so... By sacrificing you children. You got to cut the, the heart out of a virgin and why she's alive. Is that really... You know what I'm saying? When we right. start... Digging back through the weeds, mm-hmm. but what I'm talking about is not what. That's not what people are doing. They're not saying we're invading this country in the name of God because they're killing their own people. Right. Rwanda. They didn't. They didn't. Nobody intervened that. Nobody intervened. They said we have no interest in Rwanda. They didn't. And just allowed eight hundred thousand people be to be slaughtered with with machetes. Okay, that would have been a case. Hey, I prayed. God told me to go over and stop that foolishness. No, we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, man, this this piece of cookie is Jesus. and You don't believe that. Burn him at the stake. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's man's rules, right? That's because we don't agree. I'm going to kill you. Conversion by the sword. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. The church yeah, I- that Jesus set up, mm-hmm. the sword was the Bible. Right? Right. 
And the principles that, and I'm going, when I'm saying Jesus, I'm talking about from Genesis to Revelation. I, I, there ain't no difference between, oh, no. it's Old New Testament. It's the same. Same yesterday, day, and forever, right? Yep. And I know people are going to disagree because these are some hard, we can't cover this in this little five minute on why God allowed evil and this kind of stuff. But we're yeah. just giving a snapshot. And if you guys got questions, you know, feel free to like, again, comment, like, subscribe, do what you got to do. But anyway, uh, so the church that we're talking about, Church B, needs, it, it looks like what Jesus set up. Yeah, it does. It's the that same thing I'm talking about from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation, man, from beginning of time to end of time. It has weaved through all the evil that men have done. You know, it still has existed. It just because it's existed in those situations, people blame God or blame religion because of what evil people have done. Right. I, so I can see it, it takes that hit and it's the same thing now. I don't blame anybody for, you know, if you were molested by a pastor. Man, to stay at church, that'd be tough. It would be tough. Yeah, I, I, I got sympathy for that, man. Yeah, you see your abuser every day, and you you don't have a voice to you know what I mean scream and shout. You know this is what he did. But then if, even if you do, to protect that system, they sweep it under the rug. Right, the brand. But yeah, to protect the brand. Right, they sweep it under the rug. And so then to to make matters worse, uh, he's claiming to be God's representative. <laughs> so now it's depending on where you at in your age, like if you're a little child, you looking at it as, as God. Right. Well, God, you the one that let it happen. I'm done. Yeah. So church B, those millennials that are seeking the Lord, they're in it. Yeah. Any other group, they're in it. And that is the church that's necessary. Yes. So we boil it down. I'm, I'm partially, some agreement. I'm partially, but it, we, <laughs> we, we, we're leaning, you know, to, to the promised land. I mean, again, millennials want the church where there is no tradition. We want the church where it's what the Bible says and the Bible says alone. And so Gen X wants the same thing. Yeah. We're just doing it from inside. Right. At the end of the day, we all want to be part of that same group. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, this this is a hot topic. Again, we we didn't exhaust it all. I'm sure there's more that that we didn't cover. But if you guys have any questions, you know, I'm I'm always, you know, say it. Feel free again to comment. Do yeah. what you got to do, and, and we do read them. It hurt us to read them. You guys <laughs> right. can be brutal, but be uh, honest though. Yeah, be honest. You guys be can be brutal, but that's what we signed up for. You know, we understand. We love honesty. We love opinions. We love facts. So if we miss something, please feel free. Let us know. We're not. We, neither one of us are theologians. No, not. No, we're not just by one sharing minute. our experience from from our perspective. So, and so, so your personal take then, you know, before we get out of here, is so you personally, you know, do you see some things in the church that you're correcting, or or do you? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we're duty bound. This has nothing to do with the body of believers that you're in. Christ gave instructions and we're supposed to follow. Do I do it every time? Nope, not perfect. Right. You know, but we're striving to be like the example that was laid out for 
for. So this has zero to do or whatever. It doesn't matter what church you in, what brand or whatever. If you claim to follow Jesus, you need to deal with things like, like Jesus did. Because the same problems happen whether you're in a local church, whether you're in a big corporate body, or you're in a study group, you know, outside of a organized body. Mm-hmm. People are going to be people, man. They will be. So, so how can we break this curse? All right. This, uh, this is a church necessary. I mean, we've seen some some curses in church A, right? Right. The 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 the, the brand, and there are some 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 curses in church B. Absolutely. So, so how can we we fix those, or can we fix them? Well, I think ultimately we need to live it. We need to live what we believe. Okay. You know, live. I mean, let me rephrase that because some people believe <laughs> they're gonna live it out. They, the they church live. of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get out with the priest. <laughs> it's legal. It's legal, bro. Live what is right according to the scriptures. Okay. Live it first, and then also try to help others in the way that Christ would do it. Do the same thing, you know. So if you see a person, you know, if I see a brother stepping on his wife, hey man. Hey, that's, you know. Say something. And then give room for difference. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there's no condemnation because millennials are practicing actually what they did in Acts with the small groups and all that stuff. Why would we condemn that? People do. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, that's not sin. Oh, you're still part of the church. Yeah, you're still part of the church, man. So we got to give room for people to grow. Maybe God is doing something different with them than with you. And he's expecting you to do what you're supposed to do where you are right. and others to do the same where they are. Come on now. So yeah. what do you what do you think? Oh man, I, I think that, you know, one of the things is is tradition is is one of the things that keep God out. Hmm. You know, because you harden your heart when it comes to traditions. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes God will shake things up. You know, he says, I'm the Lord, I change not, but sometimes he'll come through and might want to shake shift the church a little bit. Right. Just so new believers can come in. Mm-hmm. Because you always have to make room for something new. You know, technology does the same thing. It makes room for something new. Right. Right. Every year, Mac, they make room for a new Mac. Mm-hmm. So they got to get rid of the old Macs. Yeah. So even the churches, it has to be that way. But when you have tradition set up, you can't make room. Mm. You can't make room to grow. So me personally, you know... There are some traditions that are good. You know, the Jews, they still practice their traditions today. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation. Today, they still practice them. But are they necessary? Right. Okay. So, so again, you heard it from Terrence J. Heard from John Barnett. Yeah. Appreciate you listening. Love you guys. Yep. Don't forget to like, subscribe, do what you got to do. Send it, share it. Signing off, Generational Curse. We'll talk to you later. Be blessed.